Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. You got your mathematics. You got your uh, aquatics. See, these are the keys that you have to have in your life. There are three things that I'm thankful for. Football, faith, and french fries. <laughs> And we are back with 15 minutes of gold. It is good to be back. How are we doing, guys? Doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm it, doing it's, good. It's been a while since we've done a 15 minutes of gold. And uh, we've been getting so many requests, emails from around the world. Thousands. Uh, people Millions. saying, we, we need this content because it has changed my life. It's too good. And so uh, we, we felt the Lord nudging us mm. and saying, uh, let's bring it back. I'm joined today by the one and only Gabe the Babe. Gabe, how are we doing? Doing fantastic. Yeah, also known as <laughs> Gabe the intern, intern Gabe, and Gabe with the hair. He had his hair down. And the locks were flowing today, but people beautiful. in the office, people in the office were feeling uncomfortable, so we made him put it up. Yeah, and, Pastor uh, Steve told me to brush it. So. <laughs> and uh, then the formidable Eddie Edward Shekinah Pace. <laughs> Way to ruin this podcast, dude. We're we're not even a minute in, and you have just ruined it with that. Yeah, I'm, right yeah I'm pretty sure I ruined a lot of things. <laughs> And uh, tonight actually happens to be Eddie's uh, last Wednesday with us. You're going into, tell us about what you're doing. So I'm going into the United States Navy to be a sailor. Um, I get to wear the hat and everything, so I get to look really pretty. And uh, Which so, is the goal of any sailor, right? <laughs> uh-huh. To look pretty. The goal of every sailor, yeah. Good, good, good. And so pretty much what it means is that I get to go on an airplane and then go to a different place that's not Washington and get yelled at by a bunch of middle-aged men. That's pretty much what it means. That's what my next five years of my life is going to look like. (laughs) Well, we're proud of you, man. You've been an awesome uh, leader here and person throughout the years. Uh, Tell us about your very first Wednesday at Undivided. What was it, eight years ago, nine years ago, something like that? This was about ten years ago. Ten years ago. And we were brand new youth pastors, Noel and I. Actually, this is the first event that we ever did as, uh, as new youth pastors. Yeah, so my first Wednesday... Uh, it was an event called Nerd Night. Yeah. And Nerd mm-hmm. Night, pretty much what it was, was... We're bringing it back. I hope so. Probably. I hope I'm here. <laughs> Probably not. And that way I can have somebody else have to do what I had to do that night. It was amazing, yet terrible at the same time. We did this game where they had Mountain Dew and lemonade inside this toilet. And your job <laughs> was to bob we did for... A, we did a lot of games with toilets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some of the other it. games with toilets that we used to I kind of wish I was there during the days of the toilets. Uh, the, initiati- the, the initiation of the brotherhood was a thing we used to do. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yes, we pretended to brand you. Oh, man, that was so good. Some good days back there. Uh-huh, good All days. right, so anyways, it was bobbing for poop. Yes, we bobbed for poop, and so we literally would shove our heads inside a unused toilet that was, at least I hope it was unused, it was spray-painted gold. And you pretty much would literally get down your hands and knees, shove your head in this toilet, and try and grab a Milky Way bar, or you would grab poop with with your mouth, and it was just it was great. <laughs> grab poop with your mouth. It was great. It was um, bobbing for poop. I mean, it was bobbing for poop. What's yeah. not to love about that? Milky yeah. Way, Mountain Dew, lemonade. All the seventh grade boys are riveted. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, I was. We were brand new youth pastors, the first event we ever did, and so mm-hmm. it was like... That was we, the first one? That was the first one we oh ever my did. Gosh. Very first event that we did. We weren't even on staff yet. We were volunteers, and it was it was incredible. Gabe, do you remember your first night at Undivided? 
Yeah, my first night, I was only there half the night, but it was neon night like four years ago. And me and my sister like showed up for the message or whatever, and then we got too scared of like the dance party and we left early. <laughs> Granted, any dance party where you see me dancing is probably gonna scare yeah, somebody. I was so I was very shy, dude. Like I wouldn't go up to anybody. Like everybody That's dancing amazing. or whatnot, it was it freaked me out. That's amazing. Oh man. Well, <laughs> I, what's been going on? Oh, well, what's what's a current event? What's, there's what's... the obvious, the Juice World debate Juice on whether World. he's Ooh. actually dead or not. Um, personally, I have no position and I have no idea really about all the conspiracies, but like, there's like a bunch of them that like people say add up to like a, some sort of like, um, like that he ended up like faking his death or whatever. And then wanted to just get away or whatever. Cause in, like a while ago in one of his songs, he mentions that he wants to like blow up and then like fake his own death. And then he like also talked about that like years before. And he like I don't know. It was it was huh. weird. Like Matthew was literally telling me like a couple nights ago or whatever um, that the, like that was a thing, and I didn't even know that. So it could be like with uh, Tupac and Elvis Presley. Maybe they disappeared too, and they're all hanging out together somehow. <laughs> <laughs> There's like an island that all the dead people go to. Uh-huh. All the to- dead people. Go- yeah, that's amazing. We Tupac never- and Elvis Presley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny to me. Like what what I feel, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Like. You know, I've heard of some of these, you know, some of these, I don't want to diminish or talk down about, you know, any person passing away or anything like that. But it's funny because some of these rappers, to me at least, it seems like they're a lot bigger after they die. Was, was oh, yeah. he, 100%. like, I feel like everyone's like, RIP so-and-so or whoever it was. And it's like, you didn't care about them before. Like you actually, they were pretty much off of your radar they yeah. didn't mean anything to you, and suddenly now they died, and they've been the banner for everything that is good in the world. Well, yeah, to be it, honest, it, 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 I only heard one of Juice World's songs, and I didn't even know it was Juice World until I like found out he died, and then I looked at his Instagram huh. and saw that he had a couple of songs that I've heard like periodically through like TikTok or whatever. Yeah. But huh. that's like the only like because he died is the only reason why I actually like knew like who he was as a person or like what kind of music he did or whatever. So, yeah, I think there's something about like artists that have passed away that like i don't know it just brings like a new crowd of people in that like wasn't there in the first place huh uh, yeah I, I just think it's interesting when people people and maybe it's us young people a little bit more i'm gonna categorize myself <laughs> you guys just lump myself into that okay i'm still in my low 30s so um but i think sometimes what happens is we like to feel good about what we care about or what means something, or whatever. We we don't want to be left out, and so we will uh, we will um, almost overemphasize. Oh. You know, well, uh, yeah. it's it's kind of virtue signaling. I totally. I know I've used that in the past, but it's like you you don't actually care. You're not living any different. You just want to make people think that you care more about things than you actually do. Mm. And so I I don't know if am I right in that? Am <laughs> I wrong? Is that You're harsh? Total- am I being a jerk? You know? I think, you know, there's the select few people that were definitely, like, diehard Juice World fans, but the majority, I could totally see that. Like, yeah. 100%. It's it's so funny. I was I, I don't way know. more of a Post Malone fan than I was Juice World. I had no idea who Juice World was, no idea what he had to do with rap, what was going on with him. I was like, where did he get his name? Did he go to Juice Bars a lot? What's, what's, what's the deal? <laughs> 
<laughs> speaking <laughs> juice bars. Yeah, speaking of Post Malone, um, it, it's it, he he has like some a new shoe line coming out. Yeah, he has like a pair of Crocs, and uh, I, I don't know gonna... if it's a shoe line. I think he just collabed <laughs> with Crocs for like one shoe or whatever. Like, who would have thought that 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 you know it would be cool to collab with with crocs i don't know he yeah. honestly like they didn't look too bad <laughs> and well, i've never I, like hated i feel crocs, like some but... of the stuff that that gets put out it's like there's no reason it's cool except for it's a person so it's cool yeah, i feel, feel like it's kind of like how fila was not cool before and then now it started to become like a thing and then also like with champion like champion was not cool Dude, like a yeah. while ago, or even and with... now it's like very much so a thing to like be wearing. So, did, are you gonna buy a pair of the? Of I'll, the think it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'm about to go to the Navy, and so I'm gonna have good. They're money. only like sixty bucks. Yeah, huh. they're only sixty bucks. And yeah, but think about that sixty I mean, they're, dollars they're for a Crocs. pair of Crocs. Yeah, they're Crocs. So yeah, I mean, I was at PBC at a Portland Bible College, and there was this guy who loved Crocs. And I thought, you are the weirdest man I've ever met in my life. Point in case, you're from Colorado. You're a fan of the Denver Broncos. How dare you? You blasphemer and you wicked heathen. Eddie, I love you so much. I love you too. You're great. I love me myself. And so, (laughs) yeah. Sorry. Um, But yeah, I'll think about it. You know, I'll pray about it and fast and seek the Lord. And, uh, you know, it's something I'll think about because it's like, how often do you get to have a pair of Crocs? that somebody like Post Malone gets to acknowledge and say, these are my Crocs that I would wear. True. So Fast and think about it now. Yeah. I really hope you do. Yeah, I hope so. It'll be matching with my uh, my onesie. Wow. Well, speaking of fasting, um, Eddie, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, what went into your decision um, to choose to uh, go into the armed forces, into the Navy. Like what? That's a big decision. Mm-hmm. You went to Bible college. Yeah. You spent two years there. Yep. You're working a job. You're doing good things. Uh, you're mm-hmm. moving forward in life. Yeah. And you, but you felt like there was something more. What? What kind of went into that decision um, to decide I'm gonna I'm gonna make this major change and can commit, you know, the foreseeable future of my life to this new direction and it's kind of like all eggs in that basket. What's what went into that for you? A lot of it had to do with um you know, not trying to be super spiritual here, you know, cuz it's really easy to be spiritual as a Christian. You can be over spiritual and be weird. Um but uh I would say it had to do with like like what God where are you guiding me? Where are you directing me? Um it had to do with direction. Um you know, cuz for a while I thought my I thought that my future looked like graduating from high school or I, you know, I did an internship for a year, I lived on my own, then I went to Bible college, and then I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to be here all four years, find myself a future wife, you know, get married, make lots of make lots of mini Eddies, it'll be great. Um, and be a youth pastor. <laughs> Thank be you youth, for that, Eddie. Appreciate be a youth, that. Be a youth pastor on staff at a church. Um, that's what I thought my what it looked like for me, and uh, gradually things kind of shifted to where God was like, hey, like they're like, he point he. There are events that happened that revealed certain things and desires that I had to do other things besides the stereotypical path of a Bible college student. Um, because I learned I'm not less of a Christian because I'm going to the military. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm actually being able to, I can use that to test and refine my walk with God. Yeah. Yeah. And I can grow and learn and continue to follow God in the midst of this new place. Um, and so, yeah, that's really where it started. And then I, I kind of went down a path of like, okay, like, how what would this look like? Yeah. I would get to travel. I would get to 
um, do all these amazing things I've never never done before, and I get to change the culture of my family. Yeah, well, I I think you when you're saying you know, it's it's not like when you go into this new direction, it's not like you're saying goodbye. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe some of the dreams and the the ideas and the the things that kind of made your heart beat yeah. before you're not saying goodbye to them. It's just taking on a new dimension. Yeah. I was reminded of the yeah. scripture in Colossians. Uh, I think it's Colossians three twenty three. It's whatever you do. Um, it's that idea of whatever you do. It's not about what you do, but it's about in what you do. What are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this to glorify God. I'm going to do this with all my heart. I'm going to give everything that I have yeah. um, so that in doing it, I can honor God. So I can go into the military. I can honor God. I yeah. can go into acting. I can honor God. Mm-hmm. I can work at Starbucks. I can honor God. Yeah. I can do my homework at home and honor God. Whatever yeah. I'm doing, it's not about what I'm doing. It's about what am I doing it for? Yeah. Am I honoring God in yeah. what I'm doing? Am I giving him preeminence in my life? Am I um, seeing everything I do as spiritual, not as just a thing? I'm not just going into the military. I'm not just going to community college. I'm giving everything that I have 100%. I'm giving it 100% knowing that by doing so, I'm honoring God with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I have zero regrets about Bible college. Zero regrets because I knew I gave everything I possibly had. From the awkward encounters where I'd be like, how's it going? No girls would say anything. And I'm like, okay, I want to walk away, cry in my room, and pray and fast for a week. Jeez. Wow. That, that, was my, that was my existence for, hey, for just, three months. So some of you are listening. You're saying, poor Eddie. Um, but he does have a girlfriend. Mm. Yep, it's great. It's great. She loves my impressions and my accents. And uh, she loves me. So <laughs> yeah. my Either. humor is on a new level. Yeah, it's on a level good. above everybody else. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Gabe, what are you hoping for this next year? What's your, what's your goal for t- 2020? Mm. What's one thing that you want to see God grow in in you? Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just excited for this next year because I am going to college. And I feel like that is a awesome opportunity for me to grow in my faith with God and um, really press into what I feel like I'm called to do, if you want to say it that way. Um, I I really have a heart for ministry and a heart for, you know, just the church, and I think that would be something I would love to do in the future. Um, but as of right now, it's just kind of like a, this is the next step thing for me, and I don't nex- necessarily know what is going to come out of this, but I'm just, I'm just ready to go and <laughs> see what he has in store for me, I guess. So, yeah. Well, I, I think it's interesting, both of you guys being here on um, uh, the number one rated podcast in the um, relationship slash spirituality slash everything else on iTunes. We're, we're up there in the charts. Say that. Um, Say that. Make sure you subscribe and rate, by the way. Um, but Five I think stars. it's interesting, both of you guys being on here, because you're both um, you know, stepping in. Eddie, you just in a couple weeks. Hmm. Or yes. it, less than a week. Less than a week. And Gabe, you in this next season, kind of midway into the the new year. But uh, as you guys step into it, you're not you're going in similar but also completely different directions. Yeah. yeah. And yet you're leaning into the call of God. And I think one of the best things that we can do is allow God space this year as we step into 2020. We're just a couple weeks away. Christmas is going to come and go. We're going to be in the new year, and suddenly we're going to find ourselves in a space where it's like, all right, God, what do you want to do? And uh, I, I love that idea of we want to lean into the call, not try and wait for clarity. Yeah. When I went to Bible college, 
when I made decisions for what I was doing in my future, it was never with a crystal clear clarity. Oh, C3. Uh, <laughs> it was always, there was always a level of uh, uh, kind of like, oh gosh, what am I doing? Is this the right decision? Yeah. And the peace always came with the stepping. And I, I know, Eddie, you've probably got a simultaneous feeling of peace and like, holy crap, what am I doing? Oh, and, yeah. You know, and it, it's like with that kind of stuff, it's like I have peace and yet, oh, man. But every time we take a step, we're reminded in those moments of the faithfulness of God and that sometimes he's not trying to get us to go 20 years down the road. He's trying to just get us to take a step. Yeah. And I think as we enter the new year, let's do that. Let's take steps toward Let's lean into the things of God. And as we do that, I think we're going to see some pretty amazing stuff happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's I good. agree. Any last words? I would say if you're thinking about going to the military, pray. Pray, pray some more. Find a wife before you go in. <laughs> Are you yeah. saying you're getting married in the next week? Pretty much, you yeah. You better not, dude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you do, I'm going to slap you. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I believe you will, yeah. Yeah. Oh what goodness. about you, Gabe? Um, in terms of those people that feel like they don't know necessarily what's going to happen next, I think the best step is just to take one step and just kind of pray and meditate on it and just think about, you know, what you want and what you think that you're really good at. Cause honestly, those things I think go in, go in hand. Um, if that's not a word, go, go in hand, hand. Go. Hey, it works. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just, just take it one step at a time. You don't need to have five years of your life planned before you go off to college or whatever or just to work or whatever so yeah well uh to quote jonathan taylor thomas while being interviewed on wild and crazy kids the nickelodeon original uh action sports show uh, he said set goals and reach them so with that we leave you 15 minutes of gold like i'll go uh look uh i'm in control of your uh, tax returns and uh, if I want to talk like this, I'm going to. So uh, be careful. Okay? And she's like, stop. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because it's not you. I'm like, yes, but uh, <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, I'm glad I recorded that, that right there. <laughs> Let's see if it plays.